Well, thank you very much. You're listening to The Jazz Focus on WETF, The Jazz Station in South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us again this week, and uh, today we're going to focus on an individual. This is someone you probably haven't heard of unless you're a pretty dyed-in-the-wool jazz fan. Uh, this fellow's name was Prince Robinson, uh, and he was a saxophonist and clarinetist who uh, was active through the 1920s into the 1950s. In fact, almost up until he died in 1960, he was a very well-thought of musician in his day. He was an African-American player. He was born in 1902 in Portsmouth, Virginia, and uh, by the middle 1920s, he was in New York playing with a series of uh, better and better black jazz bands. He had played with uh, Elmer Snowden's band uh, in uh, at the Nest Club. In fact, we heard two of his first recordings on a uh, podcast we did a while back of uh, black bands in New York at the time. Uh, it was... Um, a group led by trombonist T. Roy Williams. It was actually the Snowden Band, but under T. Roy Williams' name, and we heard a couple of tunes that featured Prince Robinson at that point. Following that, he uh, went on the road. Actually, he was uh, sort of, before going on the road, he was in New York uh, playing with Duke Ellington. He was one of Duke Ellington's first saxophone players. He didn't stick with the band for whatever reason, uh, but he was on several recording sessions uh, right before they got popular, going to the Cotton Club, uh, before that the Kentucky Club. We'll hear a couple of those recordings as well. Following that, he went uh, to Detroit, of all places, and he joined a band called McKinney's Cotton Pickers, which was uh, a territory band that was operating out of the Greystone Ballroom. It was the black band that was kind of the opposite number of the Gene Gold Kett band, which was the white band out there at the time. And uh, McKinney, William McKinney, had uh, hired Don Redmond to come to Detroit from New York. Redmond had been the music director and lead alto player for Fletcher Henderson for about five years at that point, and he was known as a, uh, in addition to being a fine composer and arranger and so forth, he was known as a good teacher. And so he went out and whipped that band right into shape. It wasn't a band that uh, had a lot of strong soloists at the time, although he did bring Prince Robinson with him and um, definitely up the uh, solo ante there as well. Following that, uh, after five or six years with them, actually, he uh, came back to New York, started doing session work with different groups. We'll hear some of that. We'll hear some sides he made uh, in the 20s and uh, into the 30s with Clarence Williams. After that, he w went to uh, Chicago uh, and played with uh, Roy Eldridge's little band, uh, little big band, I guess you'd have to say. We did a podcast on that group and heard quite a few very fine clarinet solos by Prince Robinson, who was really more known as a tenor sax player up to that point. After that, he went with Louis Armstrong's big band in the early 40s. We're going to hear a couple of sides, live recordings of the Louis Armstrong band featuring Prince Robinson. And then following the war, he came back uh, to New York and started playing in clubs. He played with several different groups, uh, Benny Morton, he played with Red Allen, he played with some other bands, and then finally went with Claude Hopkins' big band in the late 40s, and then jobbed around in the 50s playing with different groups, occasionally making it into the recording studio as well. And then he passed away in 1960, but he had quite a, quite a long career and uh, was quite busy for the whole of it, I guess. So we started our program with one of the one-off sessions that he did in the 1930s uh, going into the recording studios. He recorded with Teddy Wilson and his orchestra featuring the vocal of Billie Holiday, and we heard the song You Showed Me the Way. Teddy Wilson, of course, had that long series of great uh, recording dates for Brunswick in the 1930s, most of which featured Billie Holiday. Uh, this one featured a, a, a collection of musicians. It was a little unusual for uh, Wilson. He didn't uh, have any players from 
from the well-known bands, uh, the Basie Band, the Ellington Band, the Goodman Band, uh, that were in town at the time. These were all good Harlem musicians, several of whom were playing for the Mills Blue Rhythm Band. We're going to hear Red Allen, or we did hear Red Allen on trumpet, in addition to Prince Robinson on clarinet. Cecil Scott was on alto and tenor saxophone. Teddy Wilson on piano. Jimmy McLean on guitar. John Kirby on bass. Cozy Cole on drums. And, of course, Billy Holiday on vocals. We heard a very nice clarinet solo to begin with uh, by Prince Robinson. Then we heard a tune from a few years before that, from 1928. We heard uh, Cryin' and Cyan, and that was from the first recording date by McKinney's Cotton Pickers, done in Chicago, July 11th, 1928, for Victor. And that tune, Crying and Sighing, was both composed and arranged by John Nesbitt, who also played the trumpet solo in there. He had a kind of a Bix Beiderbecke conception uh, to his solo playing. And then, of course, Prince Robinson on tenor sax. I believe we heard a clarinet solo by Milton Sr. as well. Don Redmond was the lead alto player and the arranger. He uh, did a whole chorus of very nice saxophone section solely uh, playing in there, led by him, along with Milton Sr. on alto, George Thomas on tenor, and Prince Robinson on tenor as well. In the rhythm section, we heard Todd Rhodes on piano, Dave Wilburn on banjo, Ralph Escudero on tuba, Cuba Austin on drums, and, I forgot to mention, Claude Jones on trombone. Claude Jones became a nationally known player after uh, his experience with McKinney's Cotton Pickers. So for our next set, we're going to start with another McKinney's tune. This is from a little bit later, April 8th of 1929, and this was done in New York for Victor, basically the same band, and it is the standard tune by Spencer Williams called I Found a New Baby, and uh, this is a, uh, a fast, furious tune that features a full chorus by Robinson along with a, a bridge at the end, so this was clearly his feature at the time. From that point, we're going to go back a little bit and hear two recordings that he made with Duke Ellington and his Washingtonians. And as I mentioned, this was before they hit it big, as it were, at the Kentucky Club and then the, uh, the Cotton Club. The band hadn't quite solidified, but it had most of its uh, early uh, players in it. We have Bubber Miley playing the trumpet solos, along with uh, Charlie Johnson playing second trumpet, Joe Tricky Sam Nanton on trombone, Otto Hardwick on alto and baritone, and possibly bass sax as well, Ellington on piano and arranging, Fred Guy on banjo, Max Shaw on tuba, and Sonny Greer on drums. And we're going to hear Prince Robinson primarily on clarinet, but there are a couple of little short tenor solos which are by him as well. And the two tunes we're going to hear are I'm Just Wild About Animal Crackers and Little Farina, uh, both of which were recorded for Janet in uh, June of 1926. After that, we're going to finish up with two tunes, very different ones, very different style, coming from 11 years later, done for the Decca Company in July of 1937. And the music director for Decca at the time was Lil Armstrong, Lillian Harden Armstrong, who had been Louis Armstrong's second wife. Uh, she does not play piano on this, but she does sing, and she... Re uh, uh, composed both of the tunes we're going to hear. Lindy Hop and When I Went Back Home, both of which feature very good tenor saxophone solos by Prince Robinson. We can hear how uh, he really uh, was a, an advanced player even in the 1930s, certainly in the 1920s. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in the next break. So Lil Armstrong and her swing orchestra for this session consisted of Shirley Clay on trumpet, Buster Bailey on clarinet, Prince Robinson on tenor, James Sherman on piano, Arnold Adams on guitar, Wellman Bro on bass, and Manzi Johnson on drums. And so those are our five tunes for this set. McKinney's Cotton Pickers, I Found a New Baby, Duke Ellington and his Washingtonians, I'm Just Wild About Animal Crackers and Lil Farina, and Lil Armstrong and her swing orchestra, Lindy Hop, and When I Went Home. Thank you. 
what a treat when I went back home. Now, Ma said, yeah, come to the table and eat just as much as you're able. Mm, Lordy, what a pity. I couldn't bring some food back to New York City. Never saw so many flowers before. Growing round one little cabin door. I felt I'd never want to roam no more when I went back home. performances for 1937. When I Went Back Home is where we ended, and before that was Lindy Hop, both composed by Lil Hardin Armstrong, and featuring her swing orchestra, Shirley Clay on trumpet, Buster Bailey doing some very fine clarinet playing, but the star, I think, is Prince Robinson on those, uh, being extensively featured in solos on both, especially on Lindy Hop on tenor sax, James Sherman on piano, Arnold Adams on guitar, Wilman Bro on bass, and Manzi Johnson on drums, along with the composer and director Lil Armstrong singing. Before that, we heard those two Ellington tunes. We heard I'm Just Wild About Animal Crackers and Lil' Farina. Lil' Farina is an interesting uh, tune, historically speaking. It was composed in 1925 in tribute to the Our Gang actor Farina, Alan Hoskins, who was one of the most popular uh, black actors on film in the 1920s, and he was only about five years old at the time, I think, five or six at the uh, at the most, and uh, he was very popular in our gang. He actually broke a lot of stereotypical molds, even as a little kid, uh, and uh, he had a good career with them until he was about 11 and had to leave the series, but that song was uh, based on, in some way, on his character, and it was done by Duke Ellington and his Washingtonians, and we heard some fine clarinet by Prince Robinson, a little bit of tenor in there as well, along with some alto and baritone sax, I think, by uh, Otto Hardwick, Barbara Miley on trumpet, 
uh, Joe Nanton on trombone, and we even heard some extended piano solo by Duke Ellington, who was kind of reluctant to feature himself later in his career. He uh, turned over most of the glories to the band, but early in his career, he showed himself to be a very capable stride pianist. Why uh, Prince Robinson didn't stay with that band, I don't know. It's sort of a pity. He uh, uh, would have been an interesting addition, although I suppose if he had been there, then we might not have had Barney Bagard or some of the other players who came later. We started out that session, uh, or that set, I should say, with McKinney's Cotton Pickers doing I Found a New Baby, another pretty extended feature for Prince Robinson on tenor, and that was done in 1928, and uh, featured a good saxophone chorus, or solely chorus as well, as a good solo by trumpet player John Nesbitt. And uh, Robinson's playing on these, especially the ones in the 1920s, really uh, show why Coleman Hawkins thought so highly of him. Coleman Hawkins was not given to... Uh, compliment other players extravagantly, especially not players uh, of his own instrument, tenor sax. But he did cite Prince Robinson as a uh, an influence to a certain degree in the 1920s and someone that he thought was a good player. And we can hear in those solos, especially the McKinney solos, that uh, he was... Uh, pretty far ahead of a lot of his competition. Certainly not up to the level of Hawkins, but uh, no one was at the time. And Hawk and uh, rather Prince Robinson's playing was considered quite modern. He uh, had a way of, of uh, running through the changes. He had an excellent technique. He had a good rhythmic sense as well. So a uh, very underrated tenor sax player. So we're going to hear two recordings now from fairly late in his career, uh, or his recording career, I should say. He lived in 1960. He did record occasionally in the 1950s, but uh, most of his really good jazz recordings were done by 1945. And this recording was done in 1945 for the Stinson label, and it was done by Benny Morton and his orchestra. Benny Morton, the great uh, black trombone player who had played with virtually every band, Fletcher Henderson's band and Don Redmond's and Basie's band, really well thought of lead trombone player but an exceptional soloist as well and he led this band that also featured a couple of older players and some younger players the older players were prince robinson who plays exclusively clarinet on this session and bobby stark who was a, a remarkable trumpet player uh, who had played with the uh, fletcher henderson band he recorded with the chocolate dandies he later on went with chick webb's band stayed with him for quite a while until he died and then he stayed with uh, ella fitzgerald's band after that uh stark was a uh, a kind of a fiery player and a fiery person, and uh, he passed away not long after the session. He died in late December of 1945. I'm not sure when the session was made, at what point in the year, it doesn't list it, but uh, definitely Bobby Stark's last recording, and remarkable how modern he sounds on it. In the rhythm section, we have Sammy Benskin on piano, Jimmy Butts on bass, and Eddie Doherty on drums. Definitely of a, a, a later generation than the three horn players, but uh, a very good band nonetheless. And we're going to hear two tunes, Boogie and Willifunt's Willie. Both of those feature some excellent clarinet playing and some surprisingly modern effects by this band. Um, don't know who composed any of them. Uh, this is a uh, definitely a budget label, Stinson, and didn't have a lot of information, but it is definitely the Benny uh, Morton Orchestra, or Sextet possibly, uh, featuring those musicians. We'll hear some fine clarinet playing by Prince Robinson. Then we're going to go back to the 1920s, and we're going to hear some of the recordings Robinson did with Clarence Williams' bands. Clarence Williams generally did not have a, uh, a regular band that played engagements outside of the recording studio, but he employed a lot of musicians to make records for him. And we've done a couple of podcasts and radio shows on uh, uh, Clarence Williams in the past, I should mention here. Take a listen to my podcast, also called The Jazz Focus, on Spotify and Apple. Our home is anchor.fm. 
But these are tunes that we have not heard on any of them, and they feature Prince Robinson, who for a while anyway in the 1920s was one of the Clarence Williams stable of musicians. This uh, being uh, the time when he was in New York uh, playing with McKinney's Cotton Pickers. A little later in the 30s, 33 or so, he came back and played some sessions as well. So we're going to start out with a tune called Kentucky. And uh, this tune uh, is an interesting uh, performance, a great jazz uh, tune. It was composed by Williams, as much as any tune was composed by Clarence Williams, I suppose. And it features Clarence Williams' Washboard Band from November 11th of 1930 and OK uh, Records. That was uh, what it was recorded for. And we're going to hear Ed Allen on cornet. Ed Allen was a longtime Clarence Williams associate. He's usually thought of as kind of a tentative soloist, but on these recordings, he's definitely playing out. He was from St. Louis and raised in that uh, brass tradition out in St. Louis, which emphasized size technique and tone and he he had both we're going to hear buster bailey playing clarinet and alto sax uh doing some work on both but some really top-notch clarinet playing sometimes his clarinet uh solos got a little bit uh unrestrained shall we say but these are are, are very focused and excellent uh excellent examples of his playing prince robinson is all on tenor sax on this session clarence williams on piano and floyd casey on bass Then we're going to uh, jump over uh, about a, well, to the end of the year, or to the middle of the year, actually, April of 1930. So that means we're jumping back, doesn't it? This is also for OK, Clarence Williams Washboard Band. Uh, The trumpet player is either Charlie Gaines or Red Allen. I think it's probably Charlie Gaines in this case, along with Robinson, Williams, and Casey. And we're going to hear a tune called Whip Me with Plenty of Love by Williams and Urquhart. A nice minor key piece there. Then we're going to hear a uh, more of a big band uh, sound from the Clarence Williams, and this is a tune that uh, uh, he also composed along with the uh, black band leader Tim Brim and Alex Hill called Shout Sister Shout, and he recorded this three or four times during his career, but we're going to hear the Lazy Levy Loungers version, which was done for Columbia in June of 1930, and it features a large band, Charlie Gaines and someone else on trumpet, don't know the trombone player, Albert Sicaris on clarinet and alto sax, and any flute you might hear in there. Prince Robinson on clarinet and tenor sax. He plays the tenor solo. Clarence Williams on piano, Leroy Harris on banjo, and Cyrus St. Clair on tuba. And there might be another saxophone in there as well. So those are our tunes for this set. Benny Morton and his sextet, Boogie and Williphant Willie, and then Clarence Williams, Kentucky, Whip Me with Plenty of Love, and Shout Sister, Shout. Thank you. 
set free. Lift your head and sing with me. Shout, sister, shout, sister, shout. If the devil grabs your hand, here's one thing that he can't stand. Shout, sister, shout, sister, shout. Or walking down to the river, singing a hallelujah song. Or just the devil before me, but I kept singing on. Or tell old Ted how you feel. Get the devil off your heels. Shout, sister, shout, sister, Some pretty hot jazz of the 1920s right there. But we'll start with the first things we heard, which was the Benny Morton Sextet from 1945, recorded for the Stinson label in New York. We heard Boogie, which was kind of an interpretation of just the standard boogie-woogie tune that Count Basie did, and uh, Williphant Willie, both of which were composed by we don't know who. They no composer credits on there. And we heard Bobby Stark playing some remarkably modern trumpet for a uh, swing-era player who had been recording since the late 1920s. Uh, as I said, he didn't have long to go. He passed away right at the end of 1945, so don't know which where he would have gone from there, but he certainly had a lot of technique and interesting approach to jazz. Benny Morton played some very unbuttoned solos, uncharacteristic for him. Usually he was very controlled, but he uh, was clearly in the mood to play that day. Prince Robinson just on clarinet and doing some very uh, technical and uh, effective clarinet solos. Very nice tone and uh, very good concept as well. And those three, even though they were of an earlier generation, they were kind of uh, suggesting some new directions. Maybe not bebop, but uh, certainly some late period swing to go along with the younger rhythm section of Sammy Benskin on piano, Jimmy Butts on bass, and Eddie Darty on drums. Then we went to Clarence Williams in the 1920s. We heard Kentucky, that uh, Clarence Williams tune. No vocal on that. Done for OK in November 11th of 1930. Clarence w Williams Washboard Band featuring Ed Allen on cornet. Buster Bailey on a really fine clarinet solo. Prince Robinson on tenor. Clarence Williams on piano. And Floyd Casey on washboard. Then, almost the same group, uh, except no, uh, no Buster Bailey and J Charlie Gaines on trumpet did Whip Me With Plenty of Love, another Clarence Williams tune. We heard a little bit of clarinet in the ensemble from Prince Robinson, but a long tenor solo, uh, again showing why Coleman Hawkins felt uh, so well about his abilities. And then we ended up with that interesting big band version of the Williams tune, Shout, Sister, Shout, and that featured Charlie Gaines taking an outstanding trumpet solo. Don't know who the trombone player was. Albert Sakaris on alto sax and clarinet. I think the clarinet solo might have been by Prince Robinson, as was the tenor solo. Uh, Clarence Williams on piano and vocal. Leroy Harris on banjo and Cyrus St. Clair on tuba. Really 
fine jazz playing all around there. So now we're going to uh, finish up our Prince Robinson uh, tribute today with a couple of tunes by the Louis Armstrong Orchestra, which, as I said, Prince Robinson was playing with in the early 1940s. But before we do that, I want to tell you this is the Jazz Focus. You've been listening to the Jazz Focus and John Clark on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. Hope you've enjoyed the show and make a point to visit us every week and see what we're up to. We do a whole range of jazz, as you may have uh, figured out from these programs. And uh, where else are you going to hear Music by Prince Robinson, but the Jazz Focus. So speaking of that, we're going to hear two uh, live recordings done by Louis Armstrong and his orchestra. And these were recorded for the AFRS Jubilee Shows, the Armed Forces Radio Service. These were broadcast to uh, the Armed Forces. This was during World War II. And a long series of programs, 30, 40, 50 programs, I think, with all different bands. And we're going to hear material from, I think it's number 26 and number 21, Um, The first one is Ain't Misbehavin', which is, of course, an Armstrong feature, and we'll hear a lot of Louis singing and trumpet playing on that. This was from uh, May 17th of 1943, the NBC Studios in Hollywood, featuring a fine tenor solo by Prince Robinson. Also some clarinet, I believe, by Rupert Cole, who uh, we heard on our Jazz is Where You Find It in the Caribbean program. He did some interesting recordings in the early 30s with the Caribbean group. He was from Jamaica, I believe. And then we're going to end up with Leapfrog, a great tune by... Uh, Joe Garland, who plays bass sax in this band. Some people have said this was him playing tenor, but he's playing bass sax, definitely. So it's Prince Robinson on tenor, along with Rupert Cole on clarinet. And listen now to Ain't Misbehavin' and Leapfrog. Ain't misbehaving, let her ride, let her ride! Misbehaving, saving my love for 